They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Alo Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined by my best friend, Act 2 Fly, Eric Trimbicki. How you doing, baby? I'm doing great, babe. All right. I got beer in my hand. I got my best friend on the other side of the headphones. We'll, we'll get more to ask for. That's wonderful. That sounds beautiful. I got mine on the other end as well. So, as always, subscribe on all the podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. And head over to Ringside Collectibles and use promo code MMAN to save 10% off your order. So it's been a while since we've been here, and we've didn't mean been, to catch up, people. Sorry, we've been in my eye. Yeah, we've been th- we've been we've passed two pay per views. We were together for the Royal Rumble. We were not together for the Chamber. Uh, so quickly before we get into the AEW Revolution predictions and picks, I kind of want to touch on a couple things in WWE. So we we had the Rumble, we had Chamber. So the bloodline is imploding. <laughs> um, so. Before we jump into the AEW stuff, like I said, give me your thoughts on the bloodline imploding within. Because we're mid it happening and we really don't know what Jay's doing. We don't know if Jay's swerving us. We don't know if Jay's giving us the babyface turn that a lot of us, me included, are hoping and praying for. I'm loving every minute of it. This this is the greatest thing WWE's done in 20 years. Hmm. Um, the storyline has been pure cinema. It's been going on for a full year plus. And more the past three months than 12 months ago, the lower characters in this storyline as faction are more and more important. We saw it this past week on Raw with Solo stepping up and filling in for Jay. Solo, the newest member of the Bloodline. We have Sami Zayn who left left the bloodline, turned on Roman, and is the hottest babyface kind of in pro wrestling at the moment. Um, we have main event Jay, who's one point higher in WWE 2K than his twin brother. We got Jimmy getting great might work time. And, we, you know, when Roman's not there, the Usos are out there really carrying, really carrying the show and the storyline at the same time. Um they're they're all doing so much. They're all doing so much great work. It's something really to look forward to. It's honestly, and it's you know, as an AEW mark, it's so hard to say. Like the Bloodline storyline is what I look forward to every week, or you know, going into pro wrestling for the past two months easily, maybe the past three months. Um, I'm loving everything about it, and I have little to no complaints. So. There's so many layers to this, which which yes. I do really love, and a lot of callbacks as well, because I'm kind of like, if you weren't in, in attendance for the Royal Rumble, I think you kind of missed out, because that post-match with the mic'd up ring and stuff like that, and the conversation between Roman and Sammy and the Usos in the ring, I'm not sure if you're going to hear that in the arena, but that was cinema in its own, with Sami Zayn turning on Roman, and... You hear uh, Jimmy say, um, "Jimmy saying, what, what are you doing, man? Because I can't believe it.'" And they, and they attack Sammy. And then the small details of when they leave the ring, Roman says, "It's war now." To to um, Solo Sokoa, that it's war. And then you got the 
the the match at Chamber, which was amazing, by the way, in Sami Zayn's hometown. That was Sami Zayn's best match in WWE, hands down. I'm so, I don't know if anybody will disagree with me, but in his, in WWE, I think that was Sami's best match. It's so hard to tell. I mean, the amount of offense that he. All right, so I know why you're going to say this. That main event, and it exceeds it, that main event is Attitude Era esque main event. That's why you love it. But if you're going to go on a pro. Like, I rewatched. Last weekend, I rewatched Shinsuke versus Sammy NXT Takeover. That's his best match. That's his best wrestling match. It's so hard to tell, but like with the story and the buildup, I mean, they're one and two. It really depends who you pick. What's two and one? I mean, do you like? Is there? You know, you, you could argue the the triple threat ladder match during the lockdown era. You could you could joke and say him and Johnny Knoxville was his best match, but. Those two matches, I, I don't know. They're they're right there. They're neck and neck. And I'll, you, Ed, you could throw in war games. I'll accept that, but like, I'm not. It's not even just story. The amount of offense that Sammy got in in that match, I was completely shocked because all the false finishes, the blue thunder bombs, the haluva kicks, the the amount, the fact that Sammy Zayn was in control of that match was amazing to me. And a small thing that because typical WWE. We could, we kind of, I would kind of think we expect Jay to make an answer um, at Chamber on what he was going to do. But he didn't. They're keeping it going, which was important. Now, because when he came into the ring, it's like, okay, he's going to join Roman. But he doesn't. He doesn't do anything at all. He takes a spear from Zam inadvertently, but it's like, he didn't do anything. So that's adding to the story. So Roman's bloodline is being like questioned within it's like what's what's going on and then post-match you got Paul Heyman saying when um he's with Kevin Owens getting about to get tapped by Kevin Owens he's saying screw him I, I always wanted to be with you anyway that's another layer because when it comes to the storyline there's been a bunch of layers so it's like for for Roman we're gonna see him on Smackdown on Friday it's like who can I trust and Jey Uso thing with him is makes it so special is he's gonna show up for his brother because he's looking to his blood, you know? So he's he's going to show up for his brother and be loyal to his brother. But as far as Roman, he's not going to... He, he doesn't know. He's up. He's still up in the air at this point. And it's pretty safe to say that we're going to get the tag team title match at Mania. And this is going to kind of transition to my next thing I want to talk about. I think that if this match doesn't main... The tag title match doesn't main event, that they're getting the short end of the stick. So... I could see that. I did, obviously, you know, I, I'm sure you read it. So there's, you know, there's the there's the stance that last year, due to Owens and Austin, two nights in a row, you did not get women in the main event. But if you're going to go by important storylines, I'm, hold on. When ever, and I don't know, maybe, maybe there was one time in 0102, when ever has the tag titles main event at a pay-per-view? Let alone WrestleMania. It was Backlash 01, but that was with all the titles on the line. Yeah. So, you know, 22 years later, I mean, I, I think that would be... I think it would be awesome if that would happen. Um, I feel like you're... And I feel like it's... 
I love that we're getting a tease that it might not be predictable. Like you're like you're leaning towards the obvious that it's going to be Owens and Sammy versus the Usos. Yeah. I don't know. Like what if like what if Jay leaves his brother hanging and like they he he kind of like drop, helps them drop the titles and then is rocking with because I know it's advertised that the premium live event after Mania Roman's not working it, but like, what about the sick idea of like a uh, six-man tag, Solo, Jimmy, Roman, versus Owen, Zane, and Jay for backlash? For any time. Oh well, it can happen. It, Go ahead. I mean, I give it to me whenever. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, I'm not even thinking of the order of. The, I guess backlash, WrestleMania backlash. Well, 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 good old dad chopped that WrestleMania part off of backlash, so it's just backlash now. But like homage, homage the, to himself. <laughs> Speaking of backlash, it's uh, uh-huh. one back, and backlash 2000, arguably the best pay per view of all time. <laughs> um, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. you said it was backlash 2000. Well, the tag titles were 2001, but Backlash okay, 2000 yes, is yes, my yes, favorite, yes. and I think that holds up against any WWE slash F pay-per-view of all time. But the thing with Roman is, it's like, it's, the bloodline's kind of imploded. It's just like, who can he trust? And then, when if it, assuming he does lose to Cody, that's like the the blow-off of it. Like, Roman can go away for a long time. It doesn't have to come back till at least SummerSlam time. So we don't have to see Roman until July. And maybe... Maybe the same for Jay for for the Usos and Usos and, or Solo could just be on his own, or it could be just Solo and um, Jimmy out there, and they could they could do their own thing. But like Roman doesn't have to be on TV, and that's the the fun part about it because his bloodline is imploding completely. And with this story, this has been the best thing WWE's done in a long time. And I think that, and you know that I champion the women all the time on this show, but. They sh- they should have main event. I'm sorry. I, I actually I love to hear from you. I mean you 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 should be putting that you know that disclaimer there. You do tra- champion them more yeah. than any. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. The the bloodline is exciting. I mean it's one of those rare times where I'm you know the past couple weeks. If I don't have a crazy Friday night, I'm, I'm usually watching SmackDown. <laughs> Maybe an hour late, but I'm watching it, seeing what's going on. This Friday, I'm probably watching it, seeing what's going on, seeing Cody on SmackDown for the first time in years. Yeah, I'm actually excited. I'm not, I'm, I'm not usually into, like, seeing people, like, advertise to talk. But, like, this, I'm into because this is Roman and Cody's first interaction because Co- Cody's been dealing with Paul, the mo- Paulie the mo- most of the time. So I'm interested to see that as well and then to try to – Follow up on the Sammy and Jay stuff as well. Now transition into the women, what I really wanted to talk about, because we had Rhea Ripley win the win the Royal Rumble, and we had Oscar win the Elimination Chamber match. It was on face Bianca. Now, I thought Rhea should have challenged Bianca because it was like the new, it's like the battle of the new guard. That was my thing. I see Hunter's. Point in doing in doing Charlotte versus Rhea because he's fixing Vince's mistake from three years ago, and he's going to let Rhea defeat Charlotte. So I'm also I look at it as you could say the mistake, but I also look at it three years. The rematch makes more sense now. Bianca, I like the way they're going because Bianca and Rhea that can happen whenever. Like that can happen five years from now. 
they're they're so young. We got time for it. And then they teased us with Bianca and Charlotte a week or so before the Rumble, which I'm shocked that we still haven't gotten. And I know if if it's not in at SummerSlam, it's it's got to be next year's Mania match because you can't go that long without without uh, having those two actually face off because that's going to be money right there. But I yeah. just kind of I, I just kind of thought that I was like God like. I, I see what Triple H is doing because it makes sense, but it's like Bianca and Rhea, they haven't really touched in a singles match on the main roster, but I'm interested to see it. And I, I just didn't want to see Bianca face Oscar. I know Oscar had that character change, but Bianca's essentially been tangled up with Oscar for a past for the past year because they they were they been they had a kind of a thing after WrestleMania last year. They had that awesome triple threat. But they threat. were they were homies for a while. Yeah, but before that they had like that triple threat with Becky at Hell in a Cell, then they were homies. It's just like the the optic of seeing Bianca with Asuka again, because I saw it, we saw it from like from SummerSlam on until Asuka went away for those few weeks. I also think a big thing of what it could be is, and I don't, I think it happened more naturally than they expected. I think with whole, with Charlotte's return and the baby face reaction she got from going over on Ronda, where they're like, oh, we can actually run with her out of the baby face for once. And they, I think they naturally just said, all right, let's switch up and went that way. Yeah, it, it, I'm, not mad, I'm not mad about it at all. I'm not disappointed about it because I, I know the match was going to be awesome because I, th- I talked about the Rhea-Charlotte match from, from the COVID mania. I, I, I talked about that match at Money in the Bank the, pre, the following year. I already know Bianca and Oscar is going to be awesome because their match, the triple threat match they had last year, was a match of the year contender for the women. So I'm excited to see it. And plus, Oscar has a new character, and Rhea's a whole new character as well. And I'm just glad that, first of all, they, I think they cheered Charlotte because Ronda was so awful. <laughs> Ronda was awful, and what kind of? I, I actually want to touch that. So we got new women's tag team champions, uh, Becky, Becky Lynch, and Lita. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, Becky Lynch and Lita got the return of Trish Stratus, and. We everything is looking the transitional champions as yes I can't get to that because it's up in the air now we got the insert insertion of Trish so you can't leave Bailey off the Mania card you, you just can't for two years in yeah. a row she was hurt actually, and then the year before you know she lost it for the listeners because we're best friends I'm actually gonna finish your sentence because when we actually got you know we got the the cage match scrapped. At Raw 30. And when the match actually happened and Lita came out and saved, I, I was texting that, that after that match. I was going to say, all right, let's run a pop because I know how this is going to go. They're now going to go. They're going to win the tag titles. And this is how you're actually going to get Becky and Ronda back together because Ronda and Shane have been doing this thing, te- you know, or on social media. Ronda's been saying, hey, I'm going to have a tag title run. They've now been tagging. So this is how we get them to go against each other. They're either going to show up on SmackDown or they're going to show back up on Raw. I mean, the tag champs are going to show up on SmackDown or we're going to see Shannon and Ronda on Raw saying, hey, look, Mania, let's get it. Who knows, even on Friday without them there, they might just make the call out after jobbing a couple people out. You're right. Bailey's also been touting she's not going to miss Mania. If we could get the love of my life, Trish Stratus, versus the new love of my life, Bailey, I'm all for that. Both these matches sign me up for Mania. I don't know how you split them up. I mean, those could be the two women matches on either card. It seems like we are going to have five or six different women women's matches between the two nights, and those are two matches I'd be looking forward to. Because 
the thing is, the timing of this, if this happened weeks ago, I kind of agree with the whole Ronda Shayna thing, but I'm kind of leaning toward the timing of it because we're only a few weeks out of Mania. I'm kind of leaning toward it being a six-person tag. So the thing I love, I think they're messing with us perfectly. Uh, or busted open. Uh, Bully and Dave were both running with that. That's where it's going to be. And I think they're either playing naive and not understanding it or just following into what they're trying to feed you. We still got five weeks. Yeah, we it's do. Still, it's still five. I mean, we'll get to that. But one, we've seen WWE for years do this stuff with booking matches the week before or days before a pay-per-view. And they, they do it in the other company too. So I'm not trying to just knock on them. But with all this time in advance, I mean, we had the run-in Trish going at Bailey. I think that's a perfect way to get that one-on-one match. P- plus, keep in mind, we we don't have, between the two nights, we don't have a lot of matches locked in. And I know they're, you know, they got to fill in for two long nights. They're going to be starting trying to poke these, you know, fill these holes. Two, two women's uh, singles championships. If they do a six-man tag, that's kind of going to wipe it out right there. Maybe they'll put like a, a lower card women's match, like with no stakes necessarily, and maybe put that on the pre-show. But do you think Ronda Rousey is going to want to be, okay, me and Shayna will tag for no title purposes on the freaking pre-show? I don't think that's going to happen. You, I mean, we anybody can knock her in the ring or on the mic. She's not going on a pre-show. Yeah, yeah, I do believe Ronda's going to be on Mania. But I'm just trying to, I'm just kind of stuck in my thought process because like all fingers point towards a six-person tag. But, you're, but even though Ronda has not been good, they're not going to leave her off of Mania. And the way Triple H has been running things, I know WrestleMania is supposed to be a longer night, but Triple H, he runs smaller cards. So I don't expect these a bunch of matches that don't need to happen to happen. You're, you're right, but... And again, if this was yesterday's WWE, I would agree with... I, I would not go with this take. This take would completely just be my fandom. I think Triple H is going to make sure every championship is defended over the two nights. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't see him making a six-man tag where these women's tag titles are not being defended. Unless they de- unless they work both nights. But Yeah, but I mean, I feel, I feel like this whole, reaching to this me. whole prediction, exactly. This whole prediction about people working both nights, the only person that made sense and it's not happening is Roman working both nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Roman's not working, I mean, I, or the Usos, but like these people that have two two sets of belts, maybe that like they should be working both nights. But they're the only people that it makes sense to. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see. But I'm definitely intrigued by WrestleMania season. I can't, and I actually can't wait to see SmackDown on Friday. So this Sunday is AW Revolution. Um, your baby. This Sunday. So we're going to start things off with the AEW world title match, MJF and Brian Danielson in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Now, it, was there a 30-minute Iron Man match with Kenny and Pac, or was it 60? I couldn't remember. I'm guessing they've all... So I know it was a dynamite. I thought Kenny... I thought Daniel Bryan... Um, 
Brian Danielson was already in Iron Man match with either, with Hangman. So everybody, I feel like, you know what? Actually, this was said on Busted Open um, about saying that Brian Danielson hasn't gone this long, hasn't gone an hour match. Maybe he's done forty five minutes. Uh, but I'm just going to search Brian Danielson Iron Man match because because uh, I just looked up the Kenny the Kenny one that was a 30 minute on Dynamite like three years ago him and Pat, yeah like early early yeah days, it, was, uh, it, it, it was like the first I think it was like Miami Vice Dynamite in 2019 they had that 30 minute Iron Man match so this in in WWE too it's been, it hasn't been it's been years since we had a 60 minute Iron Man match. So this is the first 60-minute Iron Man match in a very long time. And we all know from the ones back in the day, Just, those are hard to grab your attention. Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page must have been a 30-minute because the YouTube video says 36 minutes. Okay. So that's probably the entrances and stuff. Okay, yeah. So this is the first time in a long time we're getting a 60-minute Iron Man match. Wait, uh, I, I apologize. Hold on. Let me make sure. Winter is coming. Adam? Brian Danielson versus Adam Page. Looks like that was an hour. Was that the same match I just mentioned? I, I'm not sure. Hey, there's a whole bunch of stuff from the internet. But I, there's been some Iron Man matches. Not 60 um, in a very long time. What did I just read? Hopefully this is wrong, but... Danielson, Adam Page. Because I know, I, cause I know they had their rematch, like, rematch and I... I and I know that was over 30 minutes. It says 60-minute classic, but that... Okay. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, uh, I'm cool with that. Hold on. 60-minute draw. Yeah. Daniels... Hangman Adam Page and Brian Danielson gave you a 60-minute draw last. Okay. So, Brian but it, it still wasn't technically an Iron Man match. This is a draw. What? No. Um, no. What I think it was. I think they just didn't go to WrestleMania. Um, you know, you know, like WrestleMania said, there must be a winner. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did that. Okay. I think they did sixty minutes, and it was either like they, there was one fall each or no fall. Um, was it a time limit draw? If it, was a, if it was a time limit draw, then it, then it was an uh, it wasn't an. It Iron was Man. advertised as an Iron Man match. Okay, okay, that's fine. So first, so so the second one in AEW history, we'll, we'll call it. And I'm interested in this match because MJF, you know, people give him crow, but he's way he's way better at working than what everybody gives him to be. And I'm sure Dan Bryan's gonna make him look great. Now, what are your thoughts on the story? Because I caught the Christopher Daniel stuff. Which I did kind of enjoy, which I did enjoy, and I caught his promo talking about how, why he had Daniel Bryan and his family. I'm not sure what happened tonight, but I'm really in- intrigued in this feud. I enjoyed uh, the whole take a shitter segment with Takashita a few a few weeks back. So, give me your thoughts on Bryan versus MJF. Oh man, um, <laughs> short tirade because you asked about tonight and. This is going to be something that it does end up on tonight. I, I don't know. I. This is the go-home show. AW Dynamite tonight for the people listening. We're recording right after Dynamite. Uh, March 1st episode. This show 
which I which I believe had six matches at least. And they try to give their matches maybe too much time. <laughs> the show was rushed. And I don't mean the show like the opener went too long. Maybe the opener did go too long. And then everything seemed like it was trying to play catch up. And I mean everything. Okay, so I, I jumped in, I think around 9 o'clock. So okay. I jumped Let me in. catch up with before. Okay, <laughs> okay. Before nine, um, all right. Re- refresh our listeners. Where do you stand on Orange Cassidy? Uh now, nothing. <laughs> all right. So I like him. I love the gimmick because we all know I'm marked for the championships. But I love the gimmick of coming out with a book bag, and he opens the book bag, brings out the belt, and he goes out and he chills. I do love that he's defending it very regularly, almost every week on Rampage. This week. The, the me, not only the accolade mark, but the gimmick match mark. You give me my two favorite stipulations in one night, and I'm going to rip this show to shit for the <laughs> listeners. You give me a battle royal, and you give me their ladder match. Give me both of these on free TV and in two hours. Sounds exciting. So another four matches in between. going to be a little hard to pull off, but Big Bill... W. Morrisley, big Cass, who used to be seven foot tall. We couldn't teach that. Now this guy can't teach. This guy can't learn nothing. He can't, <laughs> look, I like big Cass. <clears throat> big Bill is a good looking guy. He's not shit in the ring. I have a hard time stuck. Like, and I get it. Like, I get the Orange Cassidy gimmick. I don't need Orange Cassidy beating Big Bill. Mm-hmm. Not for the championship. Unless we're – are we just supposed to accept that, like, Big Bill's never going to – I'm sorry. I'm Like, I'm a fan. I actually wanted him to win. Is he supposed to never make it to nothing because he can't win the All-Atlantic Championship from Orange Cassidy, who he probably weighs two and a half times his size? He gets squashed by him. You know, it takes three Superman punches, and everything seems to somewhat drag after that. There's some filler, and I may be messing up the order. Um, there was Matt Hardy, who almost won the FTW championship. I saw, I saw that. My man Hook. Uh, I definitely think I'm skipping on that. I think that was definitely later in the show. Uh, but again, you so you know, Hook remains undefeated. There's some storyline that's usually been going on on Rampage and um, AEW YouTube channels with that. Um, but did you see this ladder match? No, I did not. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope that I and I'm, I've been I've been plugging away busted open on the show. I do hope Bubba Ray, who was the heaviest man in all the TLC series, who did take his spots, who did fall off ladders. We seen it. One of your favorite, you and him and Matt, or him and Matt going off the, the ladder through four tables. Mm-hmm. I might sit back and rewatch every single WWE, WWF ladder match that happened during my life because every other time there was a spot that involved a ladder in the middle of the ring, three referees dove in and held the ladders in place. Huh. Interesting. I get it. We're trying to protect these guys, but – 
if you need three referees to come in and hold the ladder still, maybe you just shouldn't be doing these <laughs> I understand one of the ladders fell on Jeff Hardy when he was doing the Frogger spot. That was like the famous botch that you know he beat himself up on for a while. But he did a lot of other crazy stuff. And his tag partner held the ladder. Or somebody he was doing an offensive move with together held a ladder. But not three referees. And in the finish to the match, which I'm not mad that Will Hobbs won. Because Will Hobbs is a star and Will Hobbs should be doing so much. But the fact that while Will Hobbs is climbing the ladder, three referees are holding it in place to help a heel climb the ladder, throw the whole fucking <laughs> match out. You got Will Hobbs, <clears throat> a jacked monster, going up a banged-up ladder while, again, is a heel. The ladder's being held by three referees while he's going up there to grab this large Honey Nut Cheerio. <laughs> And one's going to assume, I mean, he's either going to eventually beat Samoa Joe or Wardlow, but it's like, am I supposed to forget this bullshit <laughs> I just saw? Yeah. All right, so I'll keep going. Uh, we saw Riho versus Tony Storm, two former AEW women's champions. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> Cause I, 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 oh, go ahead. All right, so... Man... So again, let's advertise it. It's two former women's champions, but you know the beginning of Rio's entrance starts during the commercial break. The commercial comes back. She's still going. She's in the ring, and then like after the match and after the brawl, then you got Soraya getting involved. You got Britt and uh, Jamie Hayter getting involved, and then Ruby's music hits. But by the time her music hits, she's halfway down the ramp. She's in the ring, and it's like. Y'all are rushing so much. It's like, oh, okay, we got to get to a battle royal. So this all gets done. Now I'm thinking, all right, cool, this is the main event. And I, there was the, the rumor that maybe we're going to get a surprise tag team, maybe the return of FTR as the Joker in the battle royal, because that was the old gimmick of the casino battle royal. But they didn't do it where people came out and like, here's five, here's five, here's five. It just was Royal Rumble S every 60 seconds. So the match started, and there's already two teams in the ring. Again, no entrances for Dark Order or for Claudio and Wheeler of the BCC. We, we missed three other teams' entrances during commercials. Um, I hated that they overput in the beginning that you need to eliminate both members of the team for them to be eliminated, which is great. I feel that way. But I feel like... Phoenix could be eliminated and Penta should be able to make it to the end. Except for freaking Daddy Magic and Cool, An cool Hand Ange, every team won once one person got eliminated, the other one got eliminated. Daddy Magic got eliminated, Cool Hands, uh, Hand lays under the ring until the end of the match, and then or mid-end of the match, where Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen eliminate him. So I'm sitting here and then I'm like, I'm literally disinterested because Orange Cassidy, who got his ass whooped by Big Bill earlier, is out here with Dan Housen, who 
I, I don't know his stats, but I'm assuming he wins 10% of his matches. I get the gimmick. He's over with the crowd because he's silly, because of the voice, whatever. But Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy, who already went through a title defense, wins the Battle Royal. Really? <laughs> yep. They win the Battle Royal. No FTR return. I know the I know the young bucks are in, you know trios champs, but we don't we don't get the bucks in this. Um, it silly, 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 and I'm I'm not I, I don't know I'm not for this um, because I'm I'm literally sitting here and I'm like you know what maybe if Orange Cassidy gets eliminated it would make sense and if Danhausen gets the silly elimination. But while Orange Cassidy is not even going over the top, here comes Dan Housen to eliminate Butcher and the Blade, who they're getting put over by commentary on how great they've been in every battle royal that they've been in with AEW. And I've got like the Kane record on like most eliminations in tag team battle royals. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then Orange Cassidy doesn't get eliminated, and Dan Housen eliminates these two monsters. <laughs> Um, so now already I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, well, either the guns retain or the titles change, but all I know is Orange Cassidy ain't getting pinned. And that means that revolution, we're also not getting him defending, you know, he's not going to defend his strap. Um, yeah, so that was annoying, but I want to say I was enough annoyed, but we're, we're, I know we're previewing the main event, but I look at my phone and I see it is. 9:49 p.m. Wait, what's going on? Now, at this moment, we do got Double J and Jay Lethal running in. We got the Acclaim running in. They're all brawling. I'm like, I got ten and a half minutes left. You know, there's gonna be a commercial break. But like, is there a chance like maybe another team's gonna come out and say, oh, we forgot to announce, and, then, and they eliminate? Like, what's gonna happen? No, this battle royal that was rushed and insulted and not given the respect that we thought due to all these commercials and advertising and social media posts, we just get a talking segment between Brian Danielson and MJF. We get a little promo, a little minute and a half clip about their match, and we get on the top of a mountain Brian Danielson being Mr. Miyagi <laughs> sitting there doing yoga and is him telling about why MJF hates him, but he did this against me and he hates me. He did this against my mentor and he hates me. He did this to my best friend and he hates me. And I'm just sitting here. And I'm like, yeah, this is the top two least interested AEW world title matches. I'm going to watch ever or in a pay-per-view thus far. Um, not excited for it. I also, 60 minutes, it's going to be cool. I'm going to watch it. Um, I feel like literally the only gimmick they can get out of, like, Brian winning is due to it being this. Also, he's, like, he's the best wrestler, but, like, he couldn't beat Hangman Adam Page in an Iron Man match, so he can't beat MJF in it either. And is MJF going to lose the world title in his first defense? I could see them doing that to a babyface, but to a heel, their biggest heel, the guy who obsesses over the mic and steals all the shine. I don't know. You heard my tirade. I'm waiting for you. Well, I don't think I've ever seen you that angry about wrestling. <laughs> I think I'm I'm upset because of how much I like the AEW product, and um, this is. There's been one AEW pay per view I did not watch live. It was due to it being last summer, and there was a hundred 
other things going on family friend wise i was busy i couldn't i couldn't get in front of it tv but i was looking forward to watching this and hopefully watching it live and i'm gonna but i'm just i'm not excited about the main event okay well actually i'm sorry I don't know what match I am excited for. Well, there's a well. I'll shit on something a little later because I'm just like, what the hell's going on? But yeah. I did. I, said, I did enjoy the Christopher Daniels segment. I did enjoy. I did enjoy last week's segment. I was a bit confused because I'm like, I'm like, where did this come from? But what about he Katie made Vic energy? I know you, you popped that. <laughs> and should I DM his ex fiance and see if they're actually not engaged? Like. You should. And you should DM Liv, Liv Morgan too. I don't know if you saw that dirt sheet about the, the about the uh, what was it the um, the car story that it was her. Yeah, it was it was something like that. Are they the same age? I think I thought they just met. I, it it was something like that. It, it, it I don't remember the exactly. That's a bad but it, sheet. It, it was something like that. It was a wild sheet. But I uh, love them dirty ones. But um, I'm going with MJ after retain in the 60 man Ironman match. Am I, did you give a pick? I, I'm going with MJF because I don't see his first title defense. He's had one match since winning the belt. I can't imagine his first. I I don't like outside of Mox. Tony Khan really has put the most stake and value in this single. And I'm I'm a fan, but I I don't know. There's I don't I'm getting a bad taste in my mouth about him. Alright, so we we both going MJF. Now we have the Texas Death match, Hangman Page and John Moxley. Now over or under five minutes before we see blood. Under. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Who you got? Hangman. I'm gonna go with Hangman as well. You got any thoughts about this? Because I I do love the the Dark Order sticking up for um, Hangman. You know what? I love that. I also love because I've watched every episode of Dynamite. I not that I remember every main event, but John Moxley, the only three-time AEW World Champion, also for the marks, a former WWE champion. Facing someone who has been on, who's been AEW since day one and showed up the same night. Him and Moxley both showed up at 2019, double or nothing. Evil Uno, a day one guy. Them facing off in a main event, I'm all for that because there's some freaking fat losers that used to be involved in wrestling 20 years ago when a crap horn, a fat guy being in the main event. I guess they never heard of the big show. I guess they never heard of Mark Henry. <laughs> so we both go with Hangman on this one. Yeah, I, I'm going with Hangman, and then also I think it's the second most. It's one of the two matches I'm looking forward to the most. All right. Now we and got... this, this one actually has a story. This is the match I'm looking okay. the most forward to, okay. and I'm looking forward to seeing where they go after this. All right. So next we got Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks. Um, Ricky gets another win over Jericho, and then he can get away from them. Oh, I, I kind of think Jericho wins because J J J A S is banned from ringside, but I do think some somebody else interferes. I'm not sure who, but maybe a surprise interference, and I think that's how Jericho gets his win. 
Because Jer- I did enjoy the segment with Jericho saying, I would sign this right now, but I don't have a pen. And Ricky Starks did have one. I did I did really that, enjoy that. That whole segment was done very well. It, 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 it really was done. And then uh, what, the way he held the um, the pen up, like he was about to yeah. round the list, I did really yes. love that. That was fun. The click of the pen. Yeah, that was and fun. It, it, and the crowd ate it up too. Yes, they did. Aaron, now we got the trios, ta- the trios titles. We got the elite defending against House of Black. Second match I'm looking the most forward to. Um, I don't don't get to always see Rampage. Uh, I don't. I just wish the build could be better on this. Um, my big issue, and I don't as a championship mark. I do not knock AEW for the belts they have and utilizing Ring of Honor and trying to get them a little bit of shine on there. Um, however, just because you put the three, the trios titles on the three EVPs. Does it mean that makes them important when all they do on the go home show is have the elite have an entrance and then get attacked by them? Um, my prediction, I'm going to jump right to it. I hope the House of Black win. Um, Malachi Black hasn't had a championship belt in five years. Yeah, been a long time. Uh, former NXT champion, uh, a effing star. Uh, I know Buddy Murphy just won. Or, uh, sheesh. Uh, Buddy Matthews. Artist form, Buddy Matthews did just win some indie title, but again, former cruiserweight champion, former Raw tag team champion. I'd love to see him win this. And shout out to Brody King. Uh, you know, I put AW in front of people that don't watch wrestling, haven't watched wrestling in 20 years, and they've seen him in match and say, "Who's that? That guy's cool. I like him. I love to see the three of them as true champions." And I think they could. I think they would do great with the belts. And I'm not trying to crap on the elite, but. Death Triangle did great with them. Um, you know, I, I was pissed the Lucha Brothers got eliminated early in the the Battle Royal. That's just me going on, you know, sour sour puss, uh, you know, crying about it. But yeah, I think this match is going to be great. It has the potential to steal the show. Yeah, I agree. I did catch the promo today with House of Black with the belts, and I, I thought that was like a great visual. And while preparing for the show, I did pop. Um, I think it was Rampage and, and Jericho's on commentary. And he said, JR, what, what, what is Julia Hart? A Jezebel? <laughs> a Jezebel? JR was like, yeah, Jezebel. I, I did pop for that. Vintage JR. So I'm going House of Black as well. And next up, we have the. What, I, what, I, what, what, what I've been like, what the hell's going on? The women's title will be on the line. Jamie Hayter is going to defend against Soraya and Ruby Soho. Now. I'm all for outsiders slash world traveled, like, you know, like WWE people, like being on the side against the homegrown talent. That's fine. But not right now. Like, Soraya just got here a few months ago. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, you you go first. Yeah, so Soraya just got here not too long ago. And, like, she starts by championing the entire locker room. Now... And like, right immediately after she fights, fights Britt Baker, she's doing this. And the spray paint, it's not good. It's awful. She's just running around just give, giving everybody the bird. It's like, what's going on? And I guess Jamie Hayter, well, I see Jamie Hayter as a face, but now Britt's a face as well. And I do like the idea of like Ruby, Ruby being in the middle because she is a WWE slash well-traveled person. So I do like that fact that she's in the middle, but like, I just think the whole Soraya end of this 
is just not good. So I think the double turn by turning Jamie Hayter, who is naturally loved, and Britt Baker, who was loved, even though she was a heel, turning them both babyface while these two former WWE girls turned heel, I think was great. Okay. I actually really like it. My issue with it, every week, is rushed. They're either trying to insert too many people. They're trying to insert Sheeta. They're trying to insert Rehab. They're trying to put Ruby. Excuse me. They're trying to put Ruby in there. They're making this what could be about four women, about seven or more. Um, I I love the term. I'm not trying to crap on her. I saw the movie. I get the fandom. I appreciate her coming back from this injury. I was never a huge page mark in WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm happy she's back in pro wrestling, and I love what she's doing. She's so much better off being a heel. She, whether it was a fault to her or not, her promos, and I don't know if somebody gave her a script, her promos did not make sense. Her old catchphrase is, this is my house. I get it. So squared circle. But coming out to AEW where you're new and cutting that promo, when you got these day one AEW girls in there that are heels or whatever who she's going against, it did not stick with fans. And Britt and Jamie were able to spoon feed that right back to her. It was a perfect time to turn everyone. Tony, due to her being an interim champion, she wasn't happy with that. Her title reign didn't go well. It was a good time to turn her. It all, in my opinion, work is working out really well. Um, and I, I'm not mad at the like. I like how it's all planning out. Ruby doesn't know where she wants to be. She probably doesn't feel like she was such a WWE side. Doesn't you know? She had the beef with these girls already. So this, I'll argue that I'm looking forward to this match. This is probably the match I'm looking forward to third the most on this card. Um, my prediction, I assume Jamie's going to keep the title. I love Jamie, and I'd love to see what she keeps doing with it. Um, I hope this is – I hope that this has potential, and I don't want to knock Paige on it, but, like, I feel like she's gonna, she's the kind of wild card on what's going to make this match either be really, yep. really good yep. or it'll be a bombshell. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing that I do – got me on point. Now, the one thing that I do like about this that was going to come out of it is it adds an extra layer to when Britt turns on Jamie. Because well, you're going to get Britt and Jamie to, a, to such a high level in their friendship and popularity. So when the turn comes, it's going to be perfect. Because I thought the turn would have happened already. Because I remember right after Jamie Hayter won the title, the Dynamite right after, Britt was technically trying to hog the spotlight out of Jamie, from Jamie. You know... Britt came out, then Jamie came out, and then Britt kind of hijacked her her mic time with, with Renee. And I thought that was where, where it was going to start right there, but it didn't. So I am looking forward to whenever that moves forward. My guess is either, it's either going to be when either Serena or Thunder Rosa are back, both back in the ring, one of the two, because those two both got a hell of a reaction from the crowd there's nobody that's get that like you can put against Jade that's really getting a crowd reaction. So if you're gonna put those two stars against each other, 
I don't know. You're, they're they're going to need to be doing something with everyone else in the women's division. I, and I love that they're not rushing right into that because it seems like that they could have did that months ago and it that would it would have made sense. But the longer they wait, the more exciting it's going to be. Yeah, because I got I have no doubt that that's probably the double or nothing match because that 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 match seems like money to me because you can't mess that up. You can't. You can't. All right. Now and so I'm going with Jamie Hader to retain and I, I, I assume well. you agree. Okay. So, AEW World Tag Team Titles, The Guns versus The Acclaimed versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus uh, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. And I'm going to take this first. Friends. You know where I'm going. I want TNA 07 to win this. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm trolling yeah. like hell. <laughs> I want TNA 07. The first time he challenged for these, I was like, man, what a mark. This guy, he's probably been tag champs everywhere. <laughs> Him and Owen, he probably held WCW tag belts in NWO. Him and AJ, who he probably had NWA tag. He probably had TNA. I started looking. I'm like, he barely held any tag belts. He held them with Owen, and I think he held them with Jeff Jarrett in USWA or something. I'm like, all right, but, I guess it kind of makes some sense. Like the day I like the day when they with the dusty finish when they won the titles, I just happened to turn it on. Yeah, I caught the end, and when I saw the three, I popped so huge. I'm like, I need this. Uh, I think you reacted. In a <laughs> I did. Show. I did. I was like, Yo, I need this. I need TNA to win. Speaking of the dusty finish, I, there was you gave me almost an opening for this earlier. Real quick, for the the belt marks listening to this, I already knew some stuff about this because of pictures that went viral on socials. But I think it was just posted today, maybe yesterday. Jericho's podcast is posted from his recent cruise. He did a podcast with Dan Lambert. And Eddie Kingston as a side host about some of Dan Lambert's illustrious ring used championship belt collection. And um, they're going into it and they talk about, you know, they um, Dan tells a story about giving Cody the WWWF belt that Dusty won and then lost the original Dusty finish. And Eddie even goes into who Dusty commented, uh, copied that finish from, but it's now known as the Dusty finish. Oh, no, no you know, no pun intended. I don't know pun intended. The Dusty shirt. But um, I, w- I couldn't believe it because, you know, Jericho is gifted, you know, his intercontinental belt that he won, that he beat China for. They're talking about all this. He talked about when he was the first universal champion, undisputed champion, and he held the big gold and the big eagle. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, Chris, how do you not tell them you're a victim of a dusty finish? <laughs> Triple H could have put him over. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I thought I interrupted. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, I know you got this first. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> this, this has got to be the least I've cared about an AEW tag title match or in a pay-per-view ever. Um, I thought the Bucks – no, Bucks – Bucks, Hobbs and Starks in the Acclaim. I think that was a triple threat. I want to say I didn't care about that, but that's bullcrap. I wanted Hobbs and Starks to win so effing bad. They were heels, and I loved them both so much. Um, Man, I could care less about this. Keep the belts on the guns. (laughs) I really want Jared and Lisa. Oh, yeah, you want TNA to win? Um, the acclaim's gonna win and become two-time champs. 
<laughs> All right, so or that, guns keep it on, and that's how to get FTR back. But either way, this is silly. All right, so the final match on the card, TNT title match, Warlow challenges Samoa Joe. Who you got? All right, I'm gonna just correct you. Final match on the show at the moment. Okay, at the moment. I don't want the belt playing complete hot potato. All Too right. late for that. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It is a television championship that is defended regularly AF on champion on, on TV. It should be hot potatoing somewhat, somewhat, probably not the right term, but um, I just don't want the belt to ch- change and then it go to Hobbs. I want Hobbs to win, so I'm going to say Joe, but then again, this doesn't make sense because then it's going to go from... What a heel is going to lose it to a heel? I don't know. Hobbs doesn't even deserve to win it after 17 effing referees held the ladder for him. Um, yeah, that was ridiculous. Wardlow gets his heat back. Wardlow beats Joe. Joe already got the ROH TV title. All right, so I'm going to go with uh, Wardlow to regain the TNT championship. All right, so uh, before we get out of here, uh, I got. Before we get out of here, there's a rumored confirmed a match from a teaser and if it, it wasn't confirmed or now maybe it doesn't happen maybe maybe we get this on dynamite in a couple weeks but i'm assuming this is going to happen this weekend your boy non-title match christian cage versus jungle boy please in a real match please in a buried alive match okay so i did see the casket uh promo today and it's like there's not Christian is just so he's just so badass in a turtleneck in a jacket. I, I don't know what it is, but if that match is happening, I'm, I can't wait for that. That's if that happens. Did you just say like, he is so badass in a turtleneck? It's something about a, a turtleneck. It's something about a turtleneck in a jacket. He just looks evil. It's it's so it's so funny. I don't it's know what it is. You would wear Friday night. <laughs> oh my god! I, I hope that happens. I really do. So if that happens, I'm going with. Uh, Jungle Boy, but uh, but uh, before we get out of here, I got a couple of things from our friends over. Well, yeah, from our friends at Ringside Collectibles and the Zon. All right, so um, from Ringside Collectibles, I got the Chase Razor Ramon Ultimate in. I got that. I have the standard coming in the mail. It should be here in a couple of days. I got the Ultimate AJ Styles as well. That and I, I, to, I got this a while ago. We talked about it, but this figure is crazy. I and mean, that's the Elite One Hundred Andre. I forgot you got this. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I, I don't. Wait I don't have an Andre at all until I got this. So I, I saw a video. Never had. Never I, had one. I never had an Andre. And like I saw a video, I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." Now I don't know if I need an Andre in ring gear now because, but, but I got the Ultimate coming. So are you gonna get the Ultimate? I might. I don't know. I don't know yet. But this is a good stand-in if I don't. Because I think this is awesome. That is fire. I'm getting both. I'm telling you what. Chase-wise, because I can't think of a lot of WWE chases I need. That, you're going to hate me. I need both versions of Brock. What was it? 98 or 99. And I still need Eddie Guerrero Chase. Which which Brock? Uh, overalls. Oh, I, oh, you need that elite. Okay. Cause I, I have yeah. your 
Roman three pack in my car. Yep. Okay. Um, and that was too. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I. That's all I really dug up. Well, there was another thing. You got the three pack. Yeah, I, I don't. But we we've seen that a bunch of times at this point. It's a Roman. The Heyman's good, and it's a Brock. So I don't really need to show that off. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. I didn't know if I needed to be camera ready for it, but I got a few few pickups. So okay. I grab them. Wait, quick right. pause. Go ahead. I don't care. Doesn't doesn't matter to me. Back in the building. So, as far as pickups, it was a slow start to the year. Didn't get nothing till February. Um, real quick, not handy, but I did get the regular common um, Ken Shamrock, the green. I did get Brock Ultimate, finally. Needed both of those. I got a Walmart... Despite you and I both, we did the pre-order for the Supreme Cody. I got a Cody and Walmart Cody. I got a Miz Basic in the suit. I did, because I reached out to Jazzwares, I got a second second Cody because I kind of want to display all four potential looks in the Supreme. So I have three of them at the moment. I may just get – I may open – my mock um, TNT Cody just to get the have a neck tack uh, upper and that way I can d- display them both with the t-shirts and all four styles of pants but I love this I call this the Jacksonville blue attire mm-hmm. I also this is a pro wrestling tees pro wrestling crate um, t-shirt which I have this t-shirt I almost bought a second one because I, I went up a size in t-shirt Wait, is, that a, is that a threadhead shirt or is it no, this is the one that comes with the Walmart exclusive. Oh, okay. And I oh, oh, okay, okay. I got, I got you. Yeah, so that's <clears> what <throat> I thought was really cool about it, and that's why I was like, you know, I need this. And he actually, he did wear, I believe he wore this shirt with with this uh, this attire, so I, I needed that. So I'm going to just, you know, show off five recent pickups. So my second of the two Supreme uh, Cody's. I did, I have one of these mock uh, <laughs> packed away. I planned on opening it with Hangman. However, I... I plan on displaying it maybe with the hoodie. Maybe I'll, I needed one to display without the hoodie. And because everyone on brand wears it, uh, I I was able to get a second one at retail. So a CM Punk Walmart exclusive with the AEW hoodie, essentially the AEW chase. And I pulled this up and laid it right next to the AEW chase. That is mock that I have. It's the same damn figure. <laughs> it's insane. Um, well, you made out ahead of time. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I did. Because th- that has plummeted in value. And shout out to that lucky devil. Oh, trust me, I I I've seen. Yeah, and I remember what you got for yours. I'm gonna jump ahead to the mid. I'm gonna he- head it to a big boy. I went. Uh, we were talking about the elimination chamber earlier. I, wa- I went to our friends, uh, Suplex, the Suplex Vintage Wrestling, uh, um, in South Philly, and I picked up a mock. Defining moments, Bret Hart with the Canadian flag, uh, the controversial Canadian flag, the controversial. So um, this one's great, cool to keep it on the stand. It's, it's, I'm just so happy to have it. I mean, I was just about to sell my Hart Foundation Bret and Anvil from like the early '90s, late '80s. Now I feel like I got to keep that. Um, You have the '90s one though, right? The '90s Anvil. 
Oh, you can get rid of the old, yeah, like, old I, one, though. That's where I'm I'm at with it, but now that I got, like, I don't know, I feel like my Brett collection is kind of crazy. I could be wrong. I feel like now that I have this, outside of the, you know, I'm going to get the re reprint of the Ultimate, but I think the ringside pink pink and black attack um, exclusive is the only Brett Elite I'm missing. Maybe I'm wrong. Speaking of WWE Elite, speaking of ringside, I did not get this ringside. I got this from Aaron's boys at Amazon. Oh, Elite 100 at retail. I needed this. Um, way better in person. Aaron's getting rid of the figure. He just bought it for the belt. Uh, I'm going to be like everybody we hate. I'm going to be the one that's going through with the box cutter, stealing these out of fix. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but I do need four more of these. And, you know, I think we may have talked about it on the show. There has been literally four figures that should have came with the WCW Mattel mm -hmm. Cruiserweight belt that have came with the WWE version. I don't even think there's been a figure that came with that belt that is from that attire. The only elites I can think of that should have it is what version one Matt and the would you just bring up the ruthless aggression uh, yeah yeah the Ravis ruthless aggression right here that I still have to find we got two WCW Rays with that belt we have the Hall of Champions Eddie with that belt and we have Dean Malenko with that belt mm -hmm. and then last but not least um, Aaron and I talked about this off the air you know I have about seven or more different aw chases including uh aw shop exclusive but i got off ebay for a great price unmatched series three i think unmatched series three or series two Brody lee the chase and i opened it right away i was very happy to do so um i think technically until we get the two suit versions there, we got four different Brodies with uh, the ringside exclusive being identical to the common from this set. Don't have the uh, Comic Con exclusive at the moment, but I was I was happy to have a different AEW Brody to add to the set and open my first chase. So my three recents or five five most recents, you know, the, the Ray, uh, the Punk, Cody, Brett. It's pretty cool stuff. Now, where do you rank that Ray? Because um. We had a discussion a while back. I told you the Star K96 is still the best Ray to me. Now, that Ray does look better in person, but the Cruiserweight belt looks way better on that Star K one. To me, of course. Uh, do you have the Halloween Havoc, too? I do have or that no? one. I do. Those okay. are the only two I have. Okay. Star is the best one out of the three. Uh, now, Ray also went in as the challenger. So, like, mm -hmm. I associate this belt, when I think of this belt and Ray, I, I think of the look of the Starcade one. I do think this figure is way better in person. I love that it's actually, like, if I'm going to exclude the white ornament, like, I look at it as, at first glance, and from when I saw pictures of it, I looked at it as a two-color figure. Like, it was red and yellow. And then they got the hints of green. Like, the, the tights are yellow, but it's got a few green question marks down the sides. It's got the green on the armbands and then the green on the mask. Um, I love that it's green and yellow mixed into this. This figure's fire. I, in my opinion, I, you, you need to have all three. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, you know, uh, different strokes for different folks. Um, 
I have, and I'm not the biggest Raymark, but I have a lot of his elites, um, especially with the Legends. Um, EC, now I know that's coming midway through his WWE run, but like this one's going to look great with that that Legends one with the ECW mask and the, the big goal from while he was world champion in that match against Sabu. I, I love this figure. And again, it's one of those things right now, if you can get this at retail, I feel like it, there's no reason not to. And if you already have those other two, it makes sense. I understand like the one you're talking about, the Starcade one, what's that go for now? That's gotta be a 60 plus dollar figure. Probably. Something because I, I paid so, like thirty five for it loose, and that was years ago. Yeah, then it's got to be up there, and that's pre, you know, uh, multiple hands, anything mm-hmm. like that. That that's such a good one. That is such a good one. Got anything else for me? Uh, wish I could say I got a TNT replica from uh, <laughs> AW Shop. I've heard great things about that, but no, that, that is all I got. <laughs> okay, I wish you did. I would love that review from you. All right, guy. Uh, one day, one day. Unfortunately, I didn't know this, and it pissed me off. Sorry to cut you off, but I didn't know this until I started seeing reviews. Unless you were part of the first pre-order, you, they're only ever releasing it again with the black strap. The red strap was only part of like the first pre-order, which is how I would actually rather have the belt. That's, that was the best so, version. Yeah, Technically, like I don't, I don't know this a thousand percent. I'm already sure, but like I guess you technically could buy the black one and get it re-leathered red not because the, the plates are the exact same. Not only is it not the same, the 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 stock strap because I've watched like four reviews on it. The stock strap is amazing on it. Very like folds amazingly, like real gently. Supposedly because the way the belts, uh, the the side, the plates were made, it was easier to give it more of a premium uh, strap and like still support the side plates where they didn't give it a premium strap because they didn't want the plates whacking each other on the world titles replica. Huh. Well, I, I'm a, I'm interested now. I'm a, I'm gonna look into it because I did come across a couple because I watched a couple of belt videos uh, recently. Oh, so, kinky. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. Um, Attitude Era Tag Belt reviews. Okay. I was looking at those. And I know a couple of guys that I, I watched, they uh, they had a TNT title review as well. Sweet. All right, guys. So One, one last thing while we're on the um, – speaking of all belts, and we, we're just talking about the Ray and the Andre. Uh, Series 100, six, six figures, six new belts. You, you had Ray. You have Andre. Is that it? Any of those other ones from that set you plan on getting? No. Now, I do want the Becky for the belt. Well, I want the be- the belt, women's belt. That's okay. it. So, like, whenever that clearance is out, because which it probably will, that's when I'll jump on it. Like, if it's on a ringside Black Friday sale or um, Target has one of their sales, if I get some Target points, some Target earnings, I'll, I'll grab it that way. But I do want the belt because there is a drastic difference. Drastic change, yeah. I, I, I think... Any one from this set, if and I, I think it won't happen, but I would love to be wrong. If the whole set's available on Black Friday for a good price, like you know, sometimes you'll go in there and you'll see series 100 complete set of six. Yeah, if that's the one there for 60 bucks, <clears throat> I'd grab the whole thing. Yeah, because like, because I, I kind of want to stack up on Andre's if I see him because like I already know like those are already gone, 
those, those went quick. Like on Big Bad Toy Story, they were going quick. On Ringside, they were going quick. Hey, and Andre, pop, popular figure. Yeah, popular and Andre's figure. always end up going for money for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, so giant might... machine. I've been chasing that figure for a year. Really? I, you never I, got I, that? I, I really slept. Even though you're not like you don't snap on going crazy on certain people, I think we can both understand like when I have a lot of Andres, not a lot, I have a couple, and like I might even I think I'm gonna try to get rid of the Heenan family one, but like I like that one because this it's a two in one. You could even argue it's a three in one, um, but the issue is when it's going for what it's going for, it's hard to stomach that. Oh yeah. It's not, you know, it's it's one thing if it's uh, like Brian Pillman. There's he has two fit two elites. So when you pay that much money, and I'm pulling somebody very random out of my my hat, but when you're buying a Brian Pillman, who there's not many elites of him, but there's seven Andres, and all of a sudden now you you got to be like sixty five bucks. It's a good deal. Here I'm gonna buy it. It's not easy. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I remember that thing saying at GameStops. For a long time, so I, I thought you had it. And I, I didn't know you were after it. Yeah, I, yeah. So keep an eye for me. I but got you for the for for the good deals. I got you. All right, guys. So that's it for the show. Hope you guys enjoy Revolution and the Road to WrestleMania. For Act 2 Fly, Eric Trambicki, I'm Alo Aaron Lloyd, and we'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness, they talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope, but the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle.